Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Own Your Eating podcast. And today we are very fortunate to have with us Kirsten Pat, one of our coaches on the Own Your Eating coaching team, also a member of North Naples CrossFit. Kirsten, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Very well, thank you. We were just having a little brief chat before we got on there about her day. And uh, actually, I forgot to, to ask one of the most important questions. Tell me, I want to know, what did you have for breakfast today? <laughs> I bet everybody wants to know, did you have breakfast? You know, I always try. So breakfast is like my most favorite thing to be able to sit down and enjoy. So I always try the two. Me too. I'm like, that's the one meal that's sacred to me for some reason. I don't know why. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so the nights before, I'm always like, hmm, what could I make up? Like, I make up this, like, glorious breakfast, five-star breakfast in my mind, and it never seems to really go that way. <laughs> but I had some, is it Siggy's? That's how you pronounce it, right? Oh, that, that yogurt? Yeah, their blueberry one is really good. So I had that, and I think I just had like some carrots, and it was very small. It was like an on-the-go kind of breakfast. Very simple, very straightforward, quick and easy, but good. Like, glad to hear you took care of some uh, protein needs, though. That's always yeah. smart. That's what I love about that yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so were you in a rush this morning to get to work? Yeah. Did you have a lot of driving to do? I did. Went all the way to Marco, downtown. So I had to have some things that were quick and easy with me today. Well, that's good. And uh, speaking of, of breakfast, it kind of ties in nicely to another question that I'm, I'm sure many listeners would like to know. How do you like your eggs? <laughs> My eggs. I love them scrambled. Occasionally, I'll get them over easy. Vince loves his sunny side up. I don't really know the difference between sunny side up and over easy, but... And you know what? I was about to ask you the same thing because I'm English and, and there may well be some other English listeners out there, maybe probably just my friends. <laughs> I literally cannot remember what those, those differences... Like, what does that even mean? Like, we don't say that in England. I don't even know how... I don't think there is even an option. It's just like, yeah, I'll have them fried or scrambled. There's no sunny side up. What does that mean? I think sunny side up is more like it's a little, it's cooked more on the top. So like, it's not going to be super yolky. Okay. But then what's the other one? Over easy is over easy. it's like undercooked. I, oh. <laughs> we need clarification. Yeah, on I this. know. I know. I just <laughs> either scrambled or over easy. Like, well, you know what? I, I just, uh, I always play it safe too. And I usually would say scrambled or poached because <laughs> then I know what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, I guess now that I think about it, there are so many ways you could eat an egg. Poach. I know. That's, that is the cool thing about eggs. They, they're very versatile. <laughs> Jason's new favorite way of having eggs is um, as an omelet, but he makes it with chopsticks because apparently this is how the French make their omelets so that it's evenly cooked throughout and that you don't have to flip it. But it does kind of make it a little bit messy in my opinion and, and a little more like scrambled eggs than an omelet. But <laughs> don't tell him I told you that. He's very proud of himself for <laughs> developing this new French cooking skill. <laughs> eggs. 
Uh, well, anyway, if anybody's listening, if you would like to clarify for us what the difference is between sunny side up and over easy, that would be awesome. That way I can, I can order without anxiety in the future yeah. to go to a restaurant. <laughs> um, moving, moving on, I have like a ton of different questions here and I'm trying to choose one that I feel like will put you on your toes a little bit. Okay. But at the same time, I'm thinking there's some of these questions that I would like to answer myself. I'm pretty sure that's not, not the right technique for an interviewer to take. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. And I genuinely would like to know this. Have you ever met anyone famous? Aside, well, I mean, a concert, there's, no. There's different levels of fame too, right? No, but I always, I've always like asked myself, I want, I've never met anybody famous. But if I did, I wonder if I would be that kind of person that was like starstruck and wouldn't know what to do. I experienced this recently and I'll, you know, I'm, this is kind of fame within the world of CrossFit. <laughs> so when I recently met Katrin Davisdotta and I was completely starstruck and I didn't think I would be like if I, like obviously when you're at the games and you're spectating and you're like, you know, kind of, by the field and watching the athletes. That's all really cool. And, and there's like a certain level of excitement and, and whatnot, but this was just in an ordinary setting, like in Whole Foods. And she was just sat next to me on a table and I was completely starstruck. And yeah. I, I like didn't want to get up and ask her for an autograph or anything like that, or just even a picture. I was like way too nervous. And then some other guy um, went up and just asked for a, like a selfie or something. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm probably going to regret it if I don't at least go ask. But I waited for the longest time until it was like, okay, I'm truly not bothering her at this moment in time because she wasn't like talking or doing anything. So I was like, okay, I'll go up to her when she's not looking busy and then I'll just be super nice. I, I could barely get my words out. I don't know what came over me. It was so crazy. So I, I can never go to like any red carpet event. I couldn't be like one of those interviewers on the red carpet. I wouldn't be able to talk to anyone. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I don't know how uh, Jason has such a good handle on that. I guess when you're like there to do a job and like judge them, you're so focused on doing that. Like the whole yeah. fame and celebrity side of things doesn't really phase you. But Hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Like, whatever what he does is, like you said, distracting. So he just has one thing to focus on. Right. You no, know, but I feel like if I ever really ran into somebody, I would be like, oh my god, do I say anything? Do I ask for a picture? <laughs> I think you I have, have to. I know, I and I think people that. love it. It's funny though. Uh, uh, Jason and I watched this funny. Um, no, it wasn't a Seinfeld sketch. It was like in his comedians in cars getting coffee where <laughs> where he's talking with this other comedian and she's like oh you know I always feel like I owe it to people to stop and take pictures and do autographs for them and he's like you don't owe it to them if anything they owe you you entertaining them this whole time <laughs> like you don't owe them a picture or an autograph you owe them nothing and I was like that is hysterical it's so funny <laughs> Oh, but who would you most like to meet then if you could meet anyone? It's hmm. a tough question. That is a tough question. Um, I don't know. Any idols? 
I would have to say, so I don't know, maybe like an old country singer, like an old country singer that I used to listen to when it like growing up as a kid, I saw like (laughs) maybe Martina McBride or I actually just recently saw Sam Smith in concert and I fell in love with his personality. And so I don't know, I guess I would just love to meet anybody that that's like cool. That. Yeah. Someone who has an amazing talent like that, who you could just kind of sit and listen to, have them serenade you. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where was the Sam Smith concert? We went to Tampa. I went, it was for Vince's birthday and Dario and Sophia went with us. It was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. What, what is, uh, I love that you guys all are under one house. I actually, because Jason was around at your house the other day getting his haircut, and he's like, yeah, it was funny. Like, Kirsten came home from work, and Vince was there. And I was like, that's so cool. I was like, oh, it kind of feels like, or reminds me of what it was like living in college, you know? I mean, like, when we went through university, we went from halls of residence into, like, actual apartments, like, in the city, um, but we all like all of us friends would group together and like live as like a party of five or six or whatever. But uh, would, do you guys have like shared meal times then? So well, we all do macros. Well, that helps. Yeah, <laughs> hey, so that, please that tell helps. me you have m- more than one scale in the kitchen. We do. I think we have three. Only three? I think we've got like five or six, and we still fight over the scale. <laughs> yeah, we have three. I think Dara and Sophia have two, and we only have one so <laughs> are always waiting on each other to weigh our stuff it's hilarious well we sit down and have like planned meals together talk about our highs and our lows of the day like it's good it's nice that's awesome i love that yeah jay and i we haven't been quite on the same schedule this last week but we we try to do that often you know make sure the tv's off like sit down and have a chat like how was your day what's been good about your week and all that mm. i think um so often overlooked just having that moment to kind of sit and reflect about you know what I had a really awesome week it was good yeah yeah it's nice um oh this is a good one I don't actually know this either do you have any tattoos I do you do are they visible (laughs) when you have normal clothes on (laughs) or I've always said like kept myself before I got married I don't want them to be visible okay interesting you know, I have the idea of like I don't want it to show in my wedding dress oh gotcha yeah but um, I so I have one of my ribs on your side oh yeah wait what is it it's uh, Vince calls it my Starbucks tattoo <laughs> <laughs> do you love coffee that much I mean I actually would consider getting a, a coffee tattoo I love coffee yeah. that much. <laughs> He calls it my my white girl Starbucks tattoo because it's an infinity sign with a feather at the end and it says love life in it. So it's kind of like a forever love life kind of thing. And I, he just says it's your typical, typical girl tattoo, my Starbucks. Oh, but, um, I think I that's it. cute. It's cute. I got it with oh. my cousin. Oh, she has the same one? She has the same one. She has it on her bicep. And I got how, it. How old were you guys when you got them done? I think, don't you have to be 18 to get one? Oh, I don't know what the rules are. You're, you're right. In England, you do have to be 18. I don't know what the rules are. Here. And I think the second I turned 18, I was like, let's do it. <laughs> it's funny how 
that happens in in life it's like you have this restriction your whole life <laughs> and I, I mean I know some people don't care about it but I, I remember feeling the same way it was like liberated finally I'm allowed to do this thing that I wasn't allowed to do for so long that I'm gonna do it <laughs> that's why it's I don't know that's what yeah being restrictive about things I feel like is never the best approach because you know when you finally can do that thing you're probably going to go crazy and do something like yeah. get a greek i don't even know what it is now a greek symbol of my uh star sign on my hip <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's supposed to mean virgo but i think it's a greek symbol for virgo i don't know mags and i had a conversation about this i feel like we have two two very similar tattoos yeah i was hearing that about yours <laughs> guys's and then my second one is on the back of my neck and it's oh, my, yeah. my dad's handwriting and it says I love you oh that's so cute I w always wondered what that was I I love that I really like that um when you can like get that like the copied handwriting that's so nice I've seen like or heard stories about other people doing things like that like I don't know, like a family kind of um, motto inscribed on your chest in your parents' handwriting or something. That's sweet. Yeah. So I take it you're a daddy's girl. I'm just going to. Huge daddy's girl. Uh, huge daddy's girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where we get on. Oh, <laughs> what? Um, this is a nice question. I like this. What was the last thing that made you belly laugh? Like laugh uncontrollably. And when was it? I hope it was recent. I don't know. I mean, I had a pretty good laugh this morning. Uh, one of the, the second half of the workout was called my best friend plank. Oh. <laughs> and Vince drew, I guess it's from the show Ed, Ed and Eddie. I haven't seen that show, but it sounds like a play on words of something. And so I don't think there was a picture drawn up there. And I guess the whole entire morning Vince was talking about it, how it was from Ed, Ed and Eddie. And one of the character's best friend is Plank. And it's literally like a piece of plywood, like a plank. And Vince drew it on there. And I was like, oh, that kind of looks like uh, the thing from Ed, Ed and Eddie. And, and it, Vince was like, you totally missed that I was talking about it the whole entire morning. So we call those kind of Kirstenism. I really wasn't paying attention. And we laughed about that. But I don't know. I can't remember how the last thing I like really, really laughed about. That's funny. I think I, I feel like they don't happen so often day to day. But they, I feel like they tend to happen when something just really ridiculous happens. Like... Yeah. I, and oftentimes when I think about times in my life where I've laughed like uncontrollably or like inexplicably, it was always when my friend and I, Sam, when we were at school um, in like our assemblies, I don't know if this is normal in the States, but like every morning we would have an assembly, like we'd sing hymns and the headmistress would like read a bunch of stuff and whatever. Anyway, there would always like be a point where you really should not be making any noise whatsoever. And we could just never contain ourselves. Like one of us would look at the other one and we would immediately want to burst out laughing. And it was just like 
completely ridiculous and, and for no reason, but we would just laugh uncontrollably and we'd have to like leave the assembly hall. But other than that, recently for me, it was the dogs both got spayed the other week and it was them coming around from their anesthesia. I don't know if you've ever seen those YouTube videos where the kids are like completely out of it and goofy after yeah. they've had anesthesia, but the dogs were just like that. And on top of it, they had to have these cones around their necks. So they looked ridiculous as well. And they were so freaked out by the, by the entire thing. They were just like playing musical statues in the middle of the living room. But the best part, the best part was when I tried to get them into their crates with their cones on. <laughs> so that was like, you can't leave them for a second without their cones on because they'll probably try to tear their stitches out. And I was like, so afraid of this. So I got them in their crates with their cones on. And Lola like stands up, like arches her back and lifts her head and her cone gets caught in the top of her crate and she's like too terrified to move <laughs> staring up at me like this like frozen in space and I just could not stop laughing and Jason was in the living room I was like please come here this is the funniest thing I've ever seen and literally for like five minutes she was just stood there not moving <laughs> like <laughs> I know I remember um when you sent me a picture of them and they were both just like facing the corner with their cones on and you were like, they don't know what to think. Yeah. Yeah. Dying. Cause I remember. It, when oh my God. Them. It was so funny. That was them all afternoon, like for hours, just one of them stood in the middle of the room and the other one sat <laughs> facing the wall. I was just like, <laughs> they are out of it. Like complete fruit loops right yeah, now. That was great. Hmm. How's your dog, by the way? I haven't seen Liberty in a while. Good. She's good. She's a little sassy pants, but she's good. <laughs> I love how dogs have their own little personalities and characters. They're just, they're so funny. Like Lola and, and Mimi, like, just provide me with hours of endless entertainment. Even when they're sleeping, they do ridiculous stuff. I know. Too I know. funny. I think, I think every house should have a dog. I agree. <laughs> totally agree. Oh, speaking of houses and homes and families, well, I already know that you're a daddy's girl, but what's your favorite family tradition? So I feel like my family just created this little tradition, and it was this last Christmas. And we, I don't know if you've ever seen it on Facebook, but I saw it on Facebook, and it's whenever, like, your family stands around and you have this gift and it's like wrapped up with all the tape and everything and you have the oven mitts on. Oh, I love this game. <laughs> so I was like, let's play it because usually, I don't know, our holidays that we get together, it's like the same thing. You know, we get together for breakfast or lunch or dinner and we open our gifts and we hang out and I was like, let's do something different. So we did it and it was the funniest thing I have ever played. And so from now on, we'll always do this at Christmas. So what's the rule for the game? Because I know, so it's like all wrapped in wrapping paper and each layer has like a gift or something inside it, right? Is I think so. I'm, all I remember is that it has to be wrapped and you have to have your own mitts on and you have a, we had a timer and it was, you get like 30 seconds to try to unravel it and get it opened. And if you don't, then it's the next person. But, and you had, we had a hat on and it was like. <laughs> the more ridiculous you can make it, the better. Yeah, I think I've played that before where 
each layer of wrapping has like a small gift or trinket inside and um, the player in front has the dice so you play it with dice and they're like trying to throw doubles and as soon yes. as they throw doubles then you have to pass the gift on so if you haven't been able to unwrap a layer of, of wrapping in that time then you have to pass the gift on right um, that's anyway. actually exactly how we played it now that i'm remembering it was the yeah. doubles <laughs> yeah with the dice everybody was in such a frantic it was like <laughs> anxiety <laughs> and it's like it's so crazy because you don't even care what the gift is. You just no. want to win. Like everyone is so hyped. It's like ridiculous. Isn't it funny what we would do for competition? That's why that's why the whole point system works with CrossFit and you know, yeah. going for reps. Yeah. Was that was that thunder? Thunder, yeah. Like oh my gosh, yeah, it's pouring down outside now. Too funny. I like that. That's a good, that's a cool family tradition. My family actually, and I, we started doing a similar tradition um, at Christmas time with the, what's it called? Uh, is it called the white? Oh, the white elephant. So everybody basically buys a gift, just one gift rather than everyone buying everybody a gift. I was like, let's, let's just resist the temptation of being crazy and over over the top and spending too much money every year let's yeah. just all buy one gift and put it into the middle and then we like play a game to see who gets what gift but i can't remember the rules of that one i don't know that's actually cool that's i think nice. it's called white elephant but that's fun because then if you have like people coming to join you for christmas day they don't feel like they have to buy everyone a gift and and you can just put things like i don't know like a, a very kind of gender neutral gift in, into the pile. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, that's nice. I feel like it's less stressful because then it's like I have to get oh my gosh. another gift. And then what about his girlfriend and my mom? Exactly, yes. Although, I don't know. When I was a kid, I did love going to my, um, my grand's house. And there's like, I have a ridiculous number of cousins. I can't remember how many I have anymore, but it's like some, somewhere around 20. So it was like 15 of us at the time, like running around my grand's house. And I loved Christmas because we were just showered with presents from all of our aunties and uncles. It was so great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a very spoiled child. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's see. I got to choose one more. One more really super interesting question that I'm sure everybody wants to know. Let's see. Hmm. Ooh, this one's good. I like this one. If you could pick up a new skill instantly, what would it be? I don't know. Any skill. A skill. Any skill or talent or anything like that. I don't know if this would relate to it. It's not even a skill. I heard, so I was listening to other people's podcasts how they were talking about, there was a question, a superpower. I don't know if it would be a skill, a superpower. Oh, yeah, you can, you can do that. Tell me what super, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, tell me what superpower you would like to have. I'd love to be able to read people's minds. Ooh, <laughs> that is kind of creepy. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I like, 
in any social setting, I feel like I'm always the person that's very observant, like reading people's body language, seeing how they like react to certain things. And so I, I'm always wondering what people are really thinking. That's so funny. I can tell you're that kind of person because I'm somewhat similar and I sit back and listen and observe and I see you doing the same thing. Right. I have to say that being able to read someone's mind, that's kind of creepy, but I like it. I think, I think, <laughs> I think though, I'm, I'm trying to think what, what I would most like, cause I feel like I wouldn't like that because then I would actually, you know, people think ridiculous stuff, like crazy thoughts go through our heads all day long. Like I know crazy shit goes through my head. That, that might be a little overwhelming to be able Yeah, to I feel like it would be really overwhelming. Have you ever seen that movie, um, What Women Want with Mel Gibson and Helen Hunt? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, you've got to watch it. I feel like I have, because in that movie, it, aren't they able to read minds? Yeah, so he all of a sudden, he's like this male chauvinist who like charms women constantly and it's like, sleeping with women every night of the week, basically. Yes, but he, something happens and he now has this inescapable ability to be able to read women's minds. And at first he's like, this is horrifying. I hear everything they're thinking. Um, and then he starts to realize that he can use it to his own advantage. And then, you know, he's using it actually to manipulate women. And then he realizes he should use it for good. So, you know, I feel like, with those kinds of powers, you've obviously got to be responsible and, and use them for good. But uh, um, yeah, definitely worth, worth a watch. It's an old movie, probably won't look so good in high definition on your smart TV, but, <laughs> but I recommend it. It's a real feel-good movie, and who doesn't love Mel Gibson? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for joining us this afternoon, Kirsten, and for sharing some insights into your life into the world of Kirsten and uh yeah I I hope that you'll share this with all of your clients and uh <laughs> and hopefully they'll they'll respond and share with you what their superpowers would be they probably yeah. would like you to be able to read their minds actually <laughs> uh, awesome well what are you doing this evening you already got your workout in right I did. Yeah. I went at six o'clock this morning. I've been trying oh to get there early. I know. Uh, we have a family dinner tonight. So. Oh, very nice. Are you cooking? No, they are. Oh, even better. Well, hopefully they have saved the packages and will tell you the macros. <laughs> oh, you go to people's houses and they cook. I'm like, what brand? Just give me the package and I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, do your best or treat it as a special occasion as I tell people yeah. sometimes. But uh, awesome. Well, enjoy your family dinner and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for joining us today. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us for another Own Your Eating podcast. And please write in and let us know if you have any questions for Kirsten or if you want to know more about the work Kirsten does and her experience and um, her amazing expertise in nutrition and coaching clients, please reach out. You can reach out to us directly on contact at ownyoureating.com and you can also respond or, or comment on our blog post or reach out to us in uh, Facebook in the Own Your Eating tribe. So lots of ways you can reach out to us on social media as well with the handle at Own Your Eating. 
And we look forward to hearing from you and hopefully working with you soon. Bye for now.